Um, you know, I know somebody that works for this company. For Wizards of the Coast? I do. That's really cool to it's me. It's really funny. She works in HR, too. Can I meet that person? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. They're in um, Seattle. Yeah. Uh, and they... Not only do they own D&D now, but they also own Magic the Gathering and several other also, super geeky stuff that, that I'm she's, into. She doesn't understand any of it. Why is she working there? Why would they hire I someone I think she just needed a job out there in HR. That's, and she took it. That's sad. Yeah. I want my wife to have that job. Um, It'd be weird. It'd be a commute. That would be a long commute. It'd be a long commute. To the Emerald City. Yeah. Uh, so, Bets, we are here to build your very first Dungeons & Dragons character together. I'll be honest with you. I thought this was a moment that would never come. I also is, thought that. This just feels very odd to me. But I'll, I'm going to be totally honest and say that I'm actually a little excited about this. And it's not only because you're ordering pizza for me to eat tomorrow night when we play this as a group, which generally is all it takes to get me really excited about something. And there will be beer and wine. Those things also excite me. Um, but also because I just, I feel like I'm putting, I'm dipping a toe into your world here. Yeah. I'm really extending the olive branch. I like it. So, um, we're gonna, we're gonna whip through this and yeah. then you'll have time on your own later to reflect because the, the most important part of building a character is deciding what your character's backstory and history and personality is going to be. And that doesn't get generated by random rolling of dice. That's created entirely by you. So what we're going to be building here together is essentially the skeleton of your character uh, that gives you a sense of what your character is good at or not good at, uh, what kind of abilities they have. Uh, and then from there, you can add on all the layers that make a character really rich and full. Also, I really like how this this form here that you gave me is laid out. It's very organized. Yeah, we'll put There's a... check boxes, and this is just totally out my alley right here. It is very organized. We'll put a screenshot of this on the Facebook page so people can see how this works and maybe even build a character uh, right along with you. I hope they, they will. I hope they will. So if that's what you're doing, uh, just pause the podcast now. Uh, go print out your character sheet and get yourself a six-sided die. Uh, for those of you that aren't geeks, that's just a normal... A normal die. <laughs> I actually thought about that for one second. Yeah. I was like, that looks like a normal die here. That's holding. a normal one. Six sides. Great. Uh, a cube-shaped die. Um, so here's the first thing that we do in creating a character. Uh, we're not going to come up with a name or any of that background stuff. The very first thing we need to do is decide uh, by rolling your character's uh, abilities. Um, and there are six abilities in Dungeons & Dragons. They are strength. Strength. Dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about each quickly before we roll. So strength is pretty obvious, but strength is, uh, are you, strength. what are you physically able to do? So can you lift a big boulder? Can you I'm very uh, strong. push someone down? It affects your physical combat ability. So strength has a lot of bearing on how, how not tough, but strong you are. Does, is Dungeons and Dragons, uh, is it physical? Like, are these people going to have to fight each other? There will be a, quite a bit of combat. In you the know adventure. that I have no idea what Dungeons and Dragons no, is, I know. right? I have right. zero. I don't know. Are we going on like a road trip? Is this like the game of life? Kind of. Are we playing a game of sorry here? I don't know. Have you? Did I've played Battleship lots of times. Is it like Battleship? It's nothing like Battleship. Have oh, you seen? Too bad. I'm good at that. Have you seen The Hobbit? No. Okay. I literally have no idea what I'm in for. I know. So we'll, I'm going to walk you through this it. This is going to be great. So you understand the concept of strength. Yes. Dexterity is how agile is your character. So can they walk a tightrope? Can they uh, jump off a high uh, wall without breaking their ankle? Um, 
how probably not if they're anything like me. No, how dodgy are they in combat? Right? How hard is it to, to hit them? Right. Um, constitution is how tough you are, how healthy you are. Uh, so constitution determines how much damage you can take before you are incapacitated. It determines how far you can walk in a day before you're exhausted, how long you can hold your breath, those kinds of things. So my constitution right now is not so good based on my current <laughs> right, since physical illness. got pneumonia or bronchitis. Since I've got a little bronchitis something. hanging out here. Yeah. Uh, intelligence, I think, is pretty obvious. Uh, but it's important to differenti- differentiate intelligence from wisdom. So intelligence is about insight and analytics and also magic in this case. How good are you at magic? Oh, good. Magic. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. It's, intelligence is more about knowledge. Like how much data do you have? So the nerd side of things. Right. Wisdom is about perception and awareness. So uh, your wisdom score might help determine whether when you walk into a room, you can identify who's giving you a dirty look and might be trouble and who looks really friendly or uh, your wisdom. So being able to discern. Right. Discernment, awareness, that kind of thing. And then charisma is how likable is your character? Are you charming? uh, Clearly I'm charming. Yeah. So first thing we're going to do is determine these things. Now in, uh, there's a little oval here that you're going to write your score in each of these. And the way we determine, uh, these scores is you're going to roll the die four times for each. You're going to roll it for me. I'm going to roll it for you. Yeah, okay, so I totally trust you. Four times for each, and you're going to get your three highest scores. Um, so just for math purposes, why don't we write them on the back? Math is my favorite subject. I know. So we'll start with strength. So we're going to roll three times. That's a two, a two, a four, and a six. So that means that your three highest uh, scores are... Two, a four, total of 12. Right. So your strength score right now is 12, which is pretty much right in the middle of the road because this is out of a possible 20. Okay. So your average strength. Oh, I hate being average. Well, we will. The reason we're writing these in pencil. What if I'm average the whole time? Well, that will that be. Would, this will not be an accurate then we might representation quit. of me. Then we might quit on this and give you a pre-generated character. Okay. Um, but I'm write, having you write these in pencil because I'm going to give you the opportunity to shuffle these numbers around oh. to build a character that you're more excited about. Okay. okay. All right. Great. Uh, so let's go with dexterity now. We've got a six, a five, a four, and a six. So that you are a very agile character. I right really now. am. That's a 17 for dexterity, which is way above average. Also, thank you for doing the math for me on these because no I don't problem. even have to think about it. You All just right. do it like that in your head. Now, constitution, a one, a five, a six, and a three. So uh, your total there is 14. So just a little above average. Hmm. Intelligence, you've got a five, a six, a one. And a six. So you're very smart. I'm very smart. I could have yeah. told you that already. That's a 17 for intelligence. And wisdom, four, two, four, and three. So that's 11 for wisdom. I'm not very wise. Eh, average person. I'm, I'm not very good at discerning. Charisma, five, three, two, <gasps> And three. Oh, I'm not very charismatic. So that's a ten, a ten for, charis, uh, for charisma. I'm the lowest in charisma. Yeah. Well, now, oh. 
Here's there the was thing. a weird pause there. This, this is role-playing, so we're pretending to be someone we're not. Oh. So before we take it too personally. So like, before I become offended. This isn't a Ouija board. <laughs> okay, well, that's crap. I don't even believe in that anyway, Agreed. as you well know. Okay, so now, you, now you've got a quick decision to make. Yeah. If you want to, to swap any of these, I will let you swap two. Okay, so if you would prefer to play a character who is more charismatic than agile... Or if you'd prefer your character be more wise than intelligent, well, or whatever, I think intelligence you can swap to however uh, you want. Now, I think intelligence is is more valuable than wisdom, although it is important to be able to discern when you walk into a room. So here's uh, I'll also give you some insight. The next thing we're going to do is pick your race and your class. Race, don't worry about so much for this, but for class, uh, these statistics matter a lot in terms of what class you choose. So, for example, if you want to play a fighter, you're going to want strength. You need to be strong to be a successful fighter. If you want to be a rogue, who would be like a thief or kind of a... Oh, I need uh, my dexterity needs to be higher. That's right. If you want to be a wizard, you need high intelligence. If you want to be uh, a bard or a cleric, you want high wisdom or charisma. Uh, So there are... These are going to relate directly to the career choice that your character makes. I'm going to leave them just as they are. You're going to leave them. Okay, go ahead. How do you feel about that? I love that. Do you think this is a good choice? I do. I think you have uh, potential to build a really cool character with this. Great. All right. We're leaving him. Good. Well, so let's um, let's move on. We'll do your ability modifiers later, but let's okay. move on to races. Okay. So you are going to pick uh, among essentially uh, the basic. Also, choices. I'm pretty sure the people that are listening to this in podcast land, if they've never played this before, have already deleted this episode. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They got 30 seconds in, and, and they're they were like, like, "What's happening? Why are we doing we're this? We're good." Yeah. Um, and for all of you out there, I'm actually still wondering why we're doing this, and I'm sitting here filling out this form right now in pencil. So the next thing we're going to pick is your race, and we're going to write this race right up here. Where it says race? Where it says race. You'd be um, a very good like uh, elementary school teacher. Thanks. Right on that blank where it says name, go ahead and write your name. Yes, and if you need some help, and just you raise your hand, help, and I'll come around and help I'll you. I'll help you print it. Uh, so the, the race is going to help you with your kind of backstory, um, because the races in this particular world um, are, they've got different histories. Uh, and your character, based on their race, might have lived for a very long time, uh, okay. might have had different experiences. So the basic races, um, first, you have uh, humans. So humans you're seems, familiar with. Seems kind of boring. Um, but in Dungeons & Dragons, humans are the most flexible characters so humans can kind of do everything they're not limited in any way they're also not special in any way Mm. but they're not limited so um, humans kind of have a choice of any career uh, and they don't get any special bonuses necessarily but they have a lot of options okay Uh, the next choice you have is a dwarf so dwarves uh, you've seen on TV or movies. So dwarves are short, they're stocky, they're bearded, even the women. Uh, what? Yeah, dwarven women have big, full beards. It's considered very sexy uh, for dwarves. Now, dwarves tend to be uh, really tough. They tend to be um, resistant to a lot of things. So it's hard to poison a dwarf. It's hard to hurt a dwarf with magic. Um, they live a very long time, potentially three to four hundred years. So you wow. might you might be very old. Um, and they, am I still useful if I'm that old, though? Sure, th- because they live a very long time. You're not exactly you're not decrepit and ancient. 
at uh, even if you're 100 or 200 years old. You're sort of middle-aged at that, at that oh, point. Oh, all right. Okay. Um, because dwarves live a very long time, they also tend to be wise. So you would get a bonus to your uh, wisdom and likely a bonus to your constitution. Okay. Um, so that's dwarves. Uh, they're not very fast, uh, but they're resilient and tough. Wait. Then, then we have elves. Oh, okay. I was going to say, are those... Okay. So elves also live a very long time, potentially six, seven hundred years. I also really like these little... Uh, these little subject headings they have the on this form that's like slender and graceful. Yes. The other one was short and stout, I believe, yes. was the definition for dwarves. That's a good description of dwarves. Haughty, um, but gracious. Yeah. So elves, um, when you think about elves, think um, generally nobility or um, sort of woodsy uh, fairy folk kind of uh, an imagery. So... Mm. Um, uh, the the kind of classic elf female is tall, slender, beautiful, and either is very like noble uh, princess lady uh, kind of a of a vibe, or might be sort of straight up living in the woods, sort of hippie uh, kind of vibe, like very in touch with nature. Um, or they live in trees and make those delicious cookies. That's right. On the commercials. That's correct. I love them. Um, now, I will say that, generally speaking, elves are, uh, they think they're the best. So they tend to have a very oh. superior mindset about other races. Because elves live the longest, they think of, of other races as sort of beneath their notice right, sometimes. Right. Now, uh, also because they live a very long time, they uh, get bonuses to uh, sometimes intelligence okay. uh, or wisdom. And they always get bonuses to dexterity. Uh, now, you already have high dexterity, so that might make you sort of a super thief or whatever you choose to oh. do. Um, uh, el by the way, elves and dwarves also can see in the dark um, and have some other uh, little advantages like uh, okay. heightened senses. But they're short. Dwarves are short. Well, elves, it says, don't get any taller than six feet. So they're like normal size. Yeah, average, they're, they're, they're not like all size. stretched out. Right. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, then you have halflings. Halflings are like hobbits. Uh, they're little li little guys. Okay. Um, they are very agile, uh, very clever. Okay. Uh, but tend to be a little flighty and goofy, um, so they don't take things very seriously. Okay. Um, oh, they are small and practical. Yes, yes. and and curious. Um, so. Very often, the halfling in a D&D team uh, yeah. or, or group is the mirthful troublemaker. They're the ones who are... Uh, I know a couple of those people in the real world. Yes. They're yeah. the ones who say, uh, what does this button do? Right? And, and then chaos ensues. Right? So um, if you choose to be a halfling, um, first of all, you're always good-natured. You can't really be an evil halfling. Oh. Um, and you... Not only do you get bonuses to your dexterity, but you also are lucky uh, because halflings are the, they're the lovable goofballs. Okay. They also have this sort of natural luck. Things tend to work out for them. Um, and I'm only going to weigh 40 pounds. Yeah, you're little. Which is a little bit of a dream, I feel like. Very little. You're about, yeah. They're called halflings because they're about half the size of humans. I'm pretty sure most humans weigh more than 80 pounds. I feel like you're a, yes. you're a third of a human. That's or a quarter of a human. On Actually, it's probably more accurate. Um, so those are those are really your options. So, so human, human, halfling, halfling, elf, or dwarf are the options that we are looking at. Do okay. you have a preference? Um, well, I don't want to be a halfling. Okay. 
because I don't want I not interested in being tiny or the lovable goofball. That's what I'm not interested in. I'm totally interested in being tiny. I want to be taken seriously. I want to be taken seriously. Okay. Now, I I don't know if I want to be an elf because I don't want to feel superior to anybody else because I live longer. It doesn't feel very nice to me. Sure. That's fine. Um, Now, I like the idea of a dwarf a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a little bit, a little bit. Outside of my comfort zone from being a human already. Definitely outside of your comfort zone. It would be an interesting character creation. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a dwarf. Okay. Uh, And you can go ahead and choose your gender at the same time. It's irrelevant to your statistics. Males and females work the same. I would would like to be a female. All right. So you're a female dwarf. And you can come up with your character name uh, in a little while. Okay. Okay, we'll get to that. Uh, but the next thing we need to choose is your class. So basically, this is your career. And there are some basic careers that you have to choose from. Okay. Now, I'll tell you up front, based on your statistics... Did I just get any bonuses? Well, we're going to we're gonna write down all your bonuses oh. later. Yeah, but as a dwarf, you're going to get a bonus... That's also to... why I didn't choose human, just so you know. There were no bonuses. no bonuses. Uh, I'm all about a, the bonuses. As a dwarf, you're going to get a bonus to constitution, which doesn't Ooh. necessarily support any specific class, but it means you're more hardy. So, well, hopefully it'll help my immune system just today. I hope so, too. I hope it boosts that for me a little bit. Uh, so here are the basic careers from which you can choose. Okay. Uh, the first is a cleric. Now, a cleric is essentially uh, a priest. Okay. So yeah. they uh, are committed to one specific deity. Now, in, this, in the world of Dungeons & Dragons, there are many gods, and each god has a very specific role to play in the pantheon. So you have gods of death and gods of the harvest and gods of nature and things like that. Okay. And each cleric chooses one of those gods and gets uh, the god grants them certain powers uh, or spells that they can cast or abilities that they have because they are committed to this this god. Right here it just says no ordinary priest. Right. Imbued with divine magic. Imbued with divine magic. Yes. Now depending on the uh, God that you choose, the deity that you're aligned with, uh, those what's asked of you in terms of behavior might be very different. So a God of nature would want uh, a cleric whose abilities are always focused on benefiting nature and working with nature. and Like being able to nature. make it rain. Sure. Or talking to animals or whatever. Oh, Whereas I talk our, to animals now. That doesn't seem to help. Hmm. You know, when I see a cute puppy on the street, I'm like, hi, cute puppy. Come here. Do you want to go home with me? Maybe you need to align yourself with a different deity. Maybe. Um, probably not. But uh, whereas somebody who is a cleric of a, a god associated with commerce would have very different right, uh, right. very different goals. Okay. So, All right. Anyway, that's a cleric. Some clerics are more um, into combat than others, but wisdom is the primary ability. So right now you don't have very high wisdom. Uh, it's probably not something. You say that with such judgment, I feel well, like. And your charisma is very low. You're not are, very smart. Those wisdom and charisma are your two lowest scores, and yeah. those are the two directly associated with this class. Okay. So it's likely not the direction you're going to go, but that's up to you. Okay. All right. Uh, next, you have a fighter. That's pretty straightforward. These are people who like to mix it up physically. So okay. Okay. they are the rough and tough folks on the team who are up front punching the orcs or fighting the dragon or whatever, um, protecting some of the others who are not as physically able. Okay. Um, there are a lot of different kinds of fighters, from knights who follow a very strict code of, of order oh. and, and honor, 
uh, to just sort of your average mercenary who's out there mixing it up for money. Like a street fighter? Right. Some, like a thug. Like a thug. Um, oh, okay. So how, what kind of fighter you want to be will be up to you and we'll worry about that later. Okay. But for fighters, it's strength and constitution that tends to be their most important priorities. Oh, which I'm doing pretty well in. Uh, constitution, okay. Strength, average. Oh. Uh, so you're probably not going to be an exceptional fighter. But again, you can choose this if you want. Okay. Uh, the two that you are best equipped for with your high dexterity and high intelligence are rogue and wizard. Of course. Of course wizard is the one. Well, so uh, first let's talk about rogues. So rogues are not always thieves, uh, but think like uh, Robin Hood. So rogues oh, I are, like Robin Hood. Rogues are not necessarily evil. Uh, they just get things done more through stealth and agility or long distance They're the doers. ranged. Uh, they're not upfront bashing orcs. They might be sitting back shooting arrows at them or sneaking around behind to get the treasure without fighting. Um, they're, they just play a different role, right? But they're not necessarily evil. They're not necessarily always thieves or miscreants. Uh, they're, they're roguish. They're a little like Olivia Pope. Yes. 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 That's a great, uh, that's a great I mean, you know that I've secretly always wanted to be yes. Olivia Pope, so maybe this is a calling. Now, rogues are well-suited to your setup because both dexterity and intelligence are the key traits of a rogue. Okay. You've got to be smart, clever, and sneaky and dexterous to do the things that a rogue likes to do. Okay. Uh, and then finally, you have wizards. And now, wizards rely heavily on their intelligence to access their magical powers. Okay. Because their magic doesn't come from a deity. It comes from their brain, their okay. ability to tap into the the ether, so to speak, and pull this magic power out of space and time and make it do what they want. Okay. Um, now, wizards also benefit from wisdom, but it's not necessarily essential. Um, and they don't be- benefit a great deal from dexterity, but it's not a, it's not a bad thing to have. Okay. Right? Uh, so the, the primary difference here is that wizards do most of their work through magic. So a wizard is not scurrying up a wall and sneaking into a a building typically although you have high dexterity and you could probably do some of those things they are going to do most of their work by casting a spell that's their go-to method they're not getting into hand-to-hand combat so they're sabrina the teenage witch yes they're going to solve almost all their problems through magic got it um i will tell you that playing a wizard character is slightly more complicated than playing a real character. It's okay. I don't want to be a wizard. I've already decided in my head. Okay. And so your choice is? Rogue. Going rogue. I'm going <laughs> See rogue. See what we did there? Yeah. All right. Just, so uh, under your class, uh, I want you to write rogue. And don't worry about the level right now. We're all going to start at level one. Okay. Uh, now, we'll fill in a lot of these numbers and things later, but I'll just walk you through them very quickly because a lot of the rest of this is going to be based on the decisions you've already made. Okay. Um, and then I'll fill you in on the details. Okay. So the first thing that you do still need to decide is your alignment. Now, there are two qualities of any alignment. The first is whether you're good, neutral, or evil. And this is just the way it, it oh, is described. Okay. So a good character is going to be somewhat selfless. They're trying to support the common good. They're basically exactly what it sounds like. Right. They're good. Right. Uh, a neutral character is sort Can of looking out for number way. one. Yeah, they're they're not committed to to any one moral code necessarily. Uh, They're kind of looking out for number one. And sometimes they're going to do things for the good of the group, and sometimes they're going to do things to help themselves out. But they believe more in balance. Okay. Um, And then evil characters are exactly what they sound like. 
they are in it for them. Uh, they like to mess with other people. If you're very, very evil, because this is a spectrum, you could literally be trying to cause mayhem. Now, I'm in this adventure, I'm not allowing any characters to be truly evil. So you can select now from good or neutral. I would like to choose good. All right. Probably not a huge surprise. Not a huge surprise. Now, there's one other quality that you oh. need to choose because... Uh, Alignment is a two-part piece, okay. and that is you can be uh, on anywhere in the spectrum from lawful to chaotic, and there's a neutral in between there. True, so we'd call that true neutral. Right. Um, so lawful means that you believe in rules and a strict code. <laughs> Again, yeah. this is not. I, I know where we're going, but I'm going to explain it to you anyway. Okay. Chaotic means you just sort of respond in the moment. Rules are made to be broken. Uh, whatever. Okay. Right? So would you like to be more chaotic or more lawful good? Um, I would... Wait, can't I pick the middle? Can yeah, you can be true neutral, in the, which case you kind of do whatever. Okay, I want to be true neutral. All right. So which you, is really hard for me because clearly lawful is where I want to go. Well, you, that's totally up to you, but you should choose a character you're going to be comfortable playing. Okay, I'm going to pick lawful then. I, I think that's the right call for you. Yeah. So you're a lawful good dwarf rogue so you're you're very much the dwarven equivalent of robin hood at this point that's kind of what i was going for yeah. although rob although robin hood breaks the rules i might watch so that's robin not hood. so lawful i might i might watch a little robin hood men tights just to you know really just to get you get, in, get in, in the character mood. yeah all right very good um so the last and most important thing you need to decide is your player's name uh now you are a female Dwarven rogue. Yes. Uh, and you can really name this person anything, but I'll give you some examples of common dwarven names uh, just to give you some guidance around it. Um, where did I get leave my list so, of dwarven? So names? Elizabeth Barnage is not is not the best option. Um, yeah, Elizabeth is not a common dwarven name. Uh, so uh, Amber, Oddhild, Dagnall. Eldith. Gerdis. Gerdis is a great dwarven name uh, for, for a female. Gerdis is a female name? Yes. Risewin. Uh, Mar Mardred. Torga. Torga is a really good one. Think uh, think heavy. Finelan. Think heavy Scandinavian names. Like that's uh, very yeah. that's very dwarven esque. Uh, okay. Like think a think like a big bulky female Viking or like opera singer. That's the kind of name. Uh, that feels very dwarven. And you're going to choose um, a first name and a clan name. Now, can I come up with my own? Yes, absolutely. You don't have to choose any of these. Because, you know, I have a great aunt named Brunhilda. Yes, love it. I think Brunhilda would really Brunhilda work. Brunhilda is an awesome female dwarven That's name. That's totally going to be my name. Now, what do you want your clan name to be? That's basically your last name because you're associated with... Dwarves have very large families called clans. Okay. Uh, and they have long lineages. They're very proud of their clan name. Uh, it think Irish or Scottish clans, like they care a lot about being connected to a certain clan. So you could be Brunhilda Battlehammer or Brunhilda uh, Iron Fist, or you can make up whatever you want. And you can think about that a little bit, um, but you okay. want a good, strong clan name uh, <coughs> that you can associate, you associate okay. yourself with. Okay. Um, the rest of this, we're going to fill in later. Great. 
But Great. I'm really excited that you have built a, really a very strong character. Two 17s on your character sheet is something to brag about. You are above average in two of these areas. I am going to brag all day long about you're, this. You're going to be able to contribute a lot uh, to to the group. Uh, we'll work on your inspiration and all your bonuses and things. But what I want you to brainstorm about before we play tomorrow is what's the backstory of Brunhilde Fireforge? That's a good last name, right? It's Fire, a really, Fireforge. really good last name. Uh, so how old is she? What has she seen and done? Where does she do come I, is, from? Do I, do I write that over here? Yeah. I'll, so I'll, I'll walk you through some of the things on here. But that's your next step is to okay. really build the character out of this. And all the details and the rules pieces, uh, I'll work through when we teach everybody how that works tomorrow. Okay, great. But really good job. I'm excited for everybody to meet Brunhilde. Brunhilde Fireforge. That's right.